Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of faith. For the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame, and has taken his seat at the right of the throne of God. Consider how he endured such opposition from sinners in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. The word of the Lord. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear him. The lowly shall eat their fill. They who seek the Lord shall praise him. May your hearts be ever merry. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nation shall bow down before him. To him alone shall bow down all who sleep in the earth. Before him shall bend all who go down into the dust. And to him my soul shall live, my descendants shall serve him. Let the coming generation be told of the Lord, that they may proclaim to a people yet to be born the justice he has shown. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went off with him and a large crowd followed him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had had. Yet she was not helped but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see how the crowd is pressing upon you, and yet you ask, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her daughter, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid, just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. 
He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, child of twelve, arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us. Persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. That is a very beautiful and very Pauline text from the letter to the Hebrews. What do we mean, Pauline? Well, it means it sounds like something St. Paul wrote. In fact, St. Paul wrote about going to the races to his young confidant, Timothy, in his last letter from prison. I fought the good fight. I've run the race. And now a crown of righteousness awaits me. We are not exactly sure who wrote the letter to the Hebrews. It was either St. Paul or an editor of his, or perhaps Barnabas or Luke. We should not let our unsureness bother us, however. In the end, it doesn't really matter if we know who wrote the letter to the Hebrews. For the church declared the wonderful content of the letter to be inspired by God. Many scholars date the letter to the Hebrews as being written in 67 AD, a difficult time for the Jews. For 67 was the year the Jewish-Roman War started, the war which culminated in the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem in 70, along with the Jewish nation. That explains the author's words of encouragement. Listen to some wonderful content from the letter to the Hebrews. For the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame. Consider how he endured such opposition from sinners in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart in your struggle against sin. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. It's interesting, any form of suffering by Christ would have sufficed to bring about our redemption. But Jesus endured the cross. He shed his blood, all of his blood. The saint wrote, it was not necessary for him to undergo such torment. He could have avoided those trials, those humiliations, the shame of the gallows and the nails and the lance but he wanted to suffer all this for you and me. And we, are we not going to respond? Very likely there will be times when alone in front of a crucifix, you find tears coming to your eyes. Don't try to hold them back, but try to ensure that those tears give rise to a resolution. Yes, consider how Christ faced opposition from sinners. Then ask yourself, am I not going to respond? Answer affirmatively and then give rise to a resolution that you may 
persevere in running the race, keeping your eyes fixed on Christ. That way you will carry your cross to the finish line, enduring its shame for the sake of the joy that lays before you.